podcast Ascenta Insight Series 2. I'm your host, Nanda Felding, a senior partner at Ascenta Partners, a contemporary executive search firm in London, where I run the global consumer and brand practice. Series 2 is themed purpose, which is a popular topic at the moment and includes multiple aspects, such as branding, sustainability, DNI, well-being, and much more. Series 2 has a similar format in terms of Ascenta inviting guest speakers from all around the world to share their inspiring stories, thoughts, and insights on purpose-driven topics. Today, we have the pleasure of welcoming an Italian guest, Alessandro Fergano, founder and CEO of Campos, a highly innovative and incredibly inspiring 100% sustainable business with the purpose by the sea, to the sea, with integrity, producing recycled swimwear. For me, it is one of the businesses to watch, as Alessandro is an incredible business professional with a track record of more than 15 years of corporate experience prior to launching his visionary business and deep diving into the world of sustainability. His story is inspiring, and today we will hear his views on luxury fashion and sustainability specifically. Can this industry be truly sustainable? His episode touches on the importance of purpose, people, cognitive diversity, technology, agility, and listening to consumer feedback and insights. As he rightly states, companies need to really take the sustainability revolution seriously in order to become future-proof. Ale, over to you. Thank you, Nanda, for inviting me to your podcast. It's an absolute great pleasure uh, for me joining you. Everybody today talks about sustainability and uh, every day we hear about, you know, from uh, toothpaste to detergents, from underwear to expensive bags, companies who claim to be sustainable. And COVID has probably accelerated this phenomenon because everyone feels the need to be good and to do something good for the world. Now, if we focus on one specific segment or area, uh, which is luxury and fashion, the key question I would like to ask today is, can luxury and fashion be truly sustainable? In order to answer this question, I think we need to first start understanding what luxury and fashion really are about. So normally we think about luxury and fashion uh, brands as, 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 or companies as those who offer high-quality products, uh, companies and brands that are trendy, that are cool, um, they normally make us feel part of a community, of something really special, um, because we buy into something exclusive, something with, which is not for everyone, it's just for a few people. Every season, though, we need to update, we need to change, we need to buy the next thing. Um, and, and why do we do that? We do it because we need to continue to feel part of these, you know, community. Otherwise, we feel excluded. If we are not up to date, it means we're not cool anymore. So we need to buy the next bag, the next sweatshirt, the next watch or jewelry piece. Um, 
Luxury is often associated, I would say most of the time, with expensive materials like gold, like diamonds, like leather, sometimes exotic animal leather, fur, duck feather. Um, but in any case, materials which are not that common, materials that are very exclusive and sometimes difficult to, uh, to get. And why is that? Well, on the first part, the, you know, it's pretty obvious to think that luxury companies want consumers to keep updating and keep buying the next thing every season uh, because they want to maximize their profits, right? It's very, very logical. It's very, uh, very easy to understand. And that's why every season they come, with, come up with the next pattern, with the next idea, so that you know, whatever consumers bought the previous season is not interesting anymore or is not up to date anymore. Um, so it's basically as simple as, as those companies searching for uh, more profit. When you think about the materials, well, you know, companies need to justify somehow the premium price they, they ask for. Um, if you charge thousands of euros for um, a bag, well, there needs to be something special which goes beyond quality. It needs to be about the materials um, uh, which, you know, uh, the, the bag is made from. Um, so, you know, to the question that I've asked uh, a few moments ago, can luxury and fashion be truly sustainable? Um, well, the answer is, I think the answer is yes, but um, there's something which needs to structurally change in the business model these companies um, operate with. Um, it's not easy. It's not easy because changing the business model is highly expensive and is very risky. Uh, for companies, but it is possible. We just those companies need to just rethink uh, the way they go to market, the way they how often they launch products. Uh, do we need every six months to have a new pattern um, to make us feel cool? Um, and then whatever we don't sell, do we need to push it into the outlets so that you know we can get rid of it? Because that's another problem uh, related to uh, the seasonality and the launches. Uh, that those companies make every six months. Um, and when we think about the materials, I mean, do we really need to have so much leather? Do we really need to have so much, you know, products coming from, from animals or, or, you know, expensive things that, um, you know, require such a high degree of investment to basically make and to produce? Um, so luxury has to rethink going forward the approach and has to rethink the way they go, uh, they go to market. There are other interesting aspects uh, to consider uh, when, we, when we think about luxury, fashion, and, and sustainability. The first one, uh, for example, is the degree to which sustainability is integrated into the business model of companies. Um, sometimes we come across a lot of marketing activities which come across more as greenwashing than you know uh, activities that show that companies really care or are interested deeply about sustainability uh, let's think for example when we see capsule collections which are you know simply made from recycled materials um, well the spontaneous question that arises is what happens with the remaining 99 percent of the products of the architecture uh, if we only talk about this 1%, which is uh, this capsule collection, which has been made with, with recycled products. Um, so I think companies need to be very careful because consumers are smart and, and they will figure it out and they will not believe them anymore. So when we think about the degree to which sustainability is integrated in the business model, we need to think of it more as a revolution, 
something similar to the industrial revolution or the digital revolution. Uh, so sustainability is something which should touch and influence uh, every aspect of the business model, not just uh, a capsule collection. The second aspect uh, to consider um, uh, very interesting, interestingly in the context of sustainability is the supply chain. Um, so how are products made? By who and where? Are companies fully transparent on where the products are made? Um, do they publish it on their website? Um, how do you think a consumer would feel if he or she would know that the products they just bought were made in a country where people were not paid fairly? Is that sustainable? Well, probably not. Uh, supply chain needs to be uh, assessed carefully in every aspect uh, in order for a company to, to claim that the company is sustainable. There is a third aspect, which is also uh, quite important, which is related to uh, a company or a brand being ethical. Um, being ethical raises in itself a lot of other questions. So think about the premium price that luxury companies and luxury brands are, are charging to consumers. Um, how high can they go? Um, is that fair to ask such a high price for a product which maybe costs only a fraction to produce? Or think about the excess stock. Uh, what happens with the stock which is not sold? I mean, as I mentioned before, some companies prefer to sell them at a discounted price in outlets, while others, in order not to destroy value for the brand, they, pre they prefer to destroy the products. And is that ethical? Um, well, uh, you know, those are, those are really tough questions to answer. And ultimately, what I believe is that companies need to start shifting mindset from trying to be the best companies in the world to trying to be the best companies for the world and trying to do something good for the communities, the countries and the people they basically touch with their products or their services. Being the best company for the world means that there are some compromises and trade-offs that needs to be taken. Overall, I would start always from the purpose, which means how is the company going to positively impact the world? The purpose then needs to be translated into strategies, which ultimately will be transformed into actionable executions, which is what people and consumers will experience around the world. It sounds very straightforward, but in reality, I think it's extremely complicated and especially very resource intensive. I think it's easier to start a business from scratch and try to be sustainable rather than transforming an existing business, which is very large, very big or very established. It's not impossible, but it's difficult. Um, if I would have to look into opportunities to transform an existing business, as well as starting a new one, I would always look into three key areas, being people, technology, and agility. Now, people, ultimately, we know they make the difference, but we also know that they are the most difficult to attract, to develop, and to retain. Um, if companies are really serious about making a change, though, they really need to focus on people and hire and retain and develop the right people. This doesn't mean hiring people from the same backgrounds or similar experiences because it's easier to fit them into the existing organization. It means looking for real diversity, which goes well beyond gender, religion, or sexual orientation. They need to really start thinking of 
talents that come from different backgrounds. They have different thinking. People that can generally challenge the status quo and take risks because that's what it needs. That's what companies need to do if they want to change their business model. The second area is technology. Uh, today, we can do things that we couldn't even imagine a few years ago. Uh, I remember when I was working in, in large corporations that every time there was a problem in the business, I was always looking for the right department or the right person or the right consultant. Today, when I have a challenge or a problem I, in my business, uh, as a first thing, I look, I look for an app that helps me solving the problem or I Google it. So technology is really helping us tremendously in reducing waste, reducing uh, any kind of like wasting energies and resources and being more efficient. Uh, not every company today uses technology at its best, at its fullest, but this is definitely and clearly an opportunity for companies to become more, more efficient. The third area is agility. Agility in a way that, you know, we companies need to adapt and they need to listen to the changes in the environment. Uh, companies need to be really obsessed about consumers and, and being really in touch with them to anticipate their needs and, and also help them uh, having even smoother experiences with the brands, uh, and the products and the services they offer. Um, so these three key areas for me are absolutely crucial and fundamental for companies to start making a change in their business model and becoming more sustainable. So again, it's people, it's technology, and it's agility. Uh, these are not the only ingredients required, but they can be definitely a good starting point. Before we conclude, I would like to tell you a bit about my personal experience with sustainability and how important it is in, in my life. It is so important that, as you mentioned, Nanda, after having worked for so many years for large corporations around the world, I decided to start my own business. In the beginning of 2020, so last year, I launched Campos. Campos is the abbreviation of the Greek word hippocampos, which means seahorse, although only campos itself means creature from the sea. Campos is a luxury brand that offers sustainable swimwear for men, for women, for kids, which are entirely handcrafted in Italy from recycled plastic bottles or regenerated fishing nets, which are abandoned in the Mediterranean Sea. Our purpose is very simple and promotes consumers to consume luxury responsibly. It states by the sea to the sea with integrity by the sea because we collect the plastic from the sea, to the sea because we enable people to go back to the sea, to the Mediterranean or to the ocean, but with integrity, responsibly. Our men's products are entirely handcrafted from recycled plastic bottles. It takes about seven uh, large bottles to produce one swim shirt. And the process is, is all done in Italy, in Northern Italy. So the bottles are collected, they are washed, they're divided by color, the labels are removed. And then through a mechanical process, the, the plastic bottles are transformed into chips and the chips into filament, which is then used to produce the, the swim shorts. For women instead, we regenerate abandoned fishing nets, which is one of the major problems of plastic in the ocean. Almost 60% of the plastic in the ocean uh, is represented by fishing nets. So the fishing nets are collected, they're then washed, 
and then through a chemical process, they're transformed into a filament, which we use uh, to produce the lycra, uh, which we use for the women's swimwear. Um, as part of our business model, we donate 5% of the revenues to a foundation, which is called Ocean One Ocean. And um, through this foundation, we, we help them uh, collecting money to remove even more plastic from, uh, from the ocean and to educate people around, around this problem. Uh, the interesting thing about our products is that all our products can be recycled after use. And through recycling, we can transform those swimwear into new swimwear for the following season. In fact, we have a program which is called Campus Reef, in which we reward consumers for bringing back to us used campus products. And they can collect points with this program. And the interesting thing is that they can collect more points by recycling campus products than by actually buying new ones. So to conclude, sustainability is something company cannot ignore. It's something which is happening and we are at the beginning of a new revolution. I referred before to the industrial revolution or the digital revolution. So it's something that companies need to really take seriously and either they adapt or they may not be there in a few years from now. Agreed. And thanks so much, Alessandro. Very inspiring. And one can only admire and applaud someone who doesn't just have a vision, but actually makes a difference and successfully builds such an impressive, sustainable business. All the best to him. And we look forward to following his success further. Thank you for joining us today. And we'll be back soon with another purpose-driven theme and episode. Take care till then. And please subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss the next episode. Thank you.